0: Welcome. You're about to listen to a message from LifePoint, a warm, friendly, and vibrant community for the young at heart. With grateful hearts this morning, Father, we just bow. We bow in humble adoration. We bow in love. We bow in submission. We bow. Because we recognize that You are the one that makes our lives make meaning Have meaning You are the one who gives us a hope and a future You are the one who knew us Even before our parents thought of conceiving us And you are the one who is at work in us Making us willing and able to do your good pleasure And so this morning we thank you For the blessing of your presence. We thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the birth of Jesus. The precious gift to this world. We thank you for victories. We thank you for year 2022. Wrapping up gradually. We thank you for the new year ahead. Lord, we just say thank you for everything. Thank you for your intact fatherhood. Thank you for the quality and the depth of your love for us. Your love that is unconditional. Your love that is dependable. Your love that none equates. We just say thank you. And thank you for all that you have proposed to do in today's service. Thank you for burdens lifted. Thank you for lives transformed. Thank you for restoration of hope and faith. Thank you for healing in mortal bodies. Thank you for a strengthening of heart and hands. Thank you for instruction, for direction. Thank you for clarity. Thank you because we draw close to you today as we lift up Jesus that the one that doesn't know you, the one that came into service today or joining online, who's confused, who's perplexed, who's lost their faith, who's lost their way, who's hopeless. Thank you for a divine meeting and an encounter with you today by reason of today's gathering. We thank you for you fill our hearts with love. Love for you, love for one another. Love for our nation. And we thank you for the work that you are doing already. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name we've prayed and agreed. Amen. Amen. Good morning, family. All right, please go ahead and be seated. Would you quickly just help me welcome someone into God's presence? Go ahead, say hi to someone. Okay, somebody just... (laughs) Go ahead and say hi. someone said hi. Can you do? Can you just ask them how their week was? Since I have to give you this script, you know how we do life points. Then the person you did not speak to, because I've said to speak to someone twice now, and some people are facing one direction. That other person you haven't said anything to. Please go ahead and say hello to them, and welcome them into God's presence. I know today isn't officially Christmas day, but today is a special service for us, uh, where we're. I'm going to enjoy carols and um, a beautiful presentation by the LifePoint Band. But ahead, I'll just take announcements very quickly. I know that some people are jeering up. Perhaps somebody's prayer points today is the World Cup Finals. It is well with you. But just focus, eh? Just focus. Now that you're in church. Can we please love on everyone who's worshiping online as well? Thank you so much, guys, for joining in. As I typically say, you can be streaming any other church service, but we're excited that you decided to worship with us, and we trust God that you would have a truly memorable experience. All will go well, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so uh, very quickly, reminders. Our December lineup, Christmas service is happening next week Sunday. So we typically, typically don't meet Christmas Day or New Year's service well, we don't hold services on New Year Day or Christmas Day, except it falls on a Sunday. And so that's why we're meeting. Services at 10 a.m. Please don't come late because we're going to shut down early. Everybody needs to go home and spend time with family, okay? So being church early, Sunday morning, 10 a.m., that's for Christmas Day and New Year Day. Okay, uh, our soup kitchen, which is a community impact outreach to uh, the Yaboki Village. We had initially announced that it was happening on the 24th, and it was going to happen in our car park. But due to logistical reasons, um, we have an opportunity now to do it bigger and to do it better. Initially, we had planned reaching about 300 to 500 um, families, but now we, um, by God's grace, are able to do a whole lot more, uh, partnering with one of our sister churches, our mother church, actually. Uh, We can reach 3,000 individuals now. Thank you so much for that excitement. So we are going to be moving it from the 24th to the 26th to just give us a few more days to plan better. Okay, so it's going to happen 26th. For everyone who signed up already, we apologize. Uh, Please just show up here on the 26th. And we're starting early so that we can still have the rest of the day. We'll start at 7 AM. And we hope to be done um, latest 12 o'clock. It's still happening at our car park here. We're going to be hosting adults and children, so we need all hands. I mean, dealing with 3,000-plus people isn't—we need everybody. You get it. So 26, just keep it open for um, our soup, kitchen, and uh, medical outreach happening here on the 26th. Crossover service is going to hold 31st of December, and it's starting at 7 p.m., with um, a time of pre-service worship and prayers. We're going to spend time just thanking God for the year. Um, The service itself will start at 8 o'clock, but we are starting at 7. So come at 7. Don't wait till 11.59. If you show up at 11.59 just because we want to enter into the new year in God's presence, you will join us for the party. So after service, we're partying, and we're going to count down. We'll have fireworks and all that. There will be food, just stuff. So please invite your friends that have not been to church all of 2022. Those are the people that we want to see. Yes, very important. You know that, that friend, that colleague that has not stepped foot in church, they've been online church member, invite them to church, and let's have a great time in God's presence. Okay, um, that's it. And I think the last thing that is very important to note, so after we do all that partying, January 1st celebration and all, we're going to go into a time of spiritually empowering ourselves for 2023. We've started that already, okay, but we'll be dedicating the next 22 days in January um, to fasting and praying. The fast will start, thank you, only one person is excited about fasting. The fast will start January 4th, Wednesday, January 4th. Now, every information you need to know about this fast will be posted on all of our socials, and we will send emails and also if you don't have your email address in our data, but you've not done membership class or any of this stuff, please just check our social media pages. And you can also put down your email address so that we can reach out to you. Just do that after service at the InfoPoint desk. But it's a, it's a time of strengthening. Uh, the, th- the, the theme for the fast is called fast forward. Okay, fast forward. Uh, we will spend 22 days just waiting on God for clear instructions, for direction. Uh, we will spend that time also just building spiritual muscles for the year, and um, yeah, we will be meeting every morning to pray here at Life Point the first week. So it's got, it's three week, It's a three week long fast. The first week we'll meet here at Life Point to pray at 6 a.m. 6 to 7 a.m. The next week we will be meeting at our mainland center. So all of the elevation churches on the island will converge here. And LifePoint is the host center. Let it not be that angels are sharing blessings and cannot find LifePointers in the room. So people of God, please show up. 6 a.m., it's just one hour prayer. 6 to 7 in the morning. Um, mainland, that would happen week two. And then week three, we're back here. So we're going to have Pastor Godman, Pastor Bola, all of the pastors at Life po- um at Elevation Church will be here with us uh, to lead us in prayers. In the evenings, we'll be praying in our small group. So we're giving people opportunities to pray both in the morning and in the evenings. How we will deploy that at point will be duly communicated on our socials as well. Okay, um, yeah, and there would also be master classes. And then I guess the last thing is great man, a very dear friend of the house, will be having his concert here at 5 p.m. today. Um, it's a ticketed event, so I'm not sure how much it is again. Is it 5k or what is it? How much is it? 5K, so the tickets you can get for 5,000 naira only. I mean, I promise you it's not 70K. Again, it's not, it cannot be compared to 70,000. So please just spend that 5K and have a great time in God's presence and listen to wholesome, you know, music. All right. Let us get into the word. And it's a very short one this morning because, like I said, today is a special carol service and the band will be the band will be engaging us on that but before they come up stage i just want to share something in line with our teaching series for this month which is contagious gratitude contagious gratitude and the first sunday which was two sundays back we established three fundamental truths can anyone please remind us what that was No, so I I need somebody to just stand up. If you are bold, there's maybe a gift to be won. you don't know. Just stand up and tell us the three things. Anybody? Any takers? No bold person that knows the three. Who knows two? Who can remember two? Nobody. Holy Ghost. Please get up. Yes. God is inherently good, one. That's his nature, yes. What's the second thing? God is always good. That is what? His character. Okay, what's the third thing? God is not selectively good, He doesn't discriminate. Thank you so much. You have a prize from me. Yes, I'm going to give you a concert ticket, not 70K concerts. Let's be guided. Yes. But thank you very much for sharing. So those are the three fundamental truths we established. And we built on that last week, you know, just exploring um, the various ways that we engage God's goodness and sometimes our confusion around what we deem to be goodness. We measure God's goodness from our own perspective, what is working, and we discount what isn't. We, add, we, we attribute what isn't working to God not being good oftentimes. Okay, so today, in the spirit of the celebration of this season, we're going to explore God's goodness from a different dimension, and it's through the lenses of the birth of Christ. Okay, um, we recognize that God obviously knew there was a need to give Himself a part of Himself, in fact, to give Himself to resolving a major crisis within humanity. And he decided to send Jesus. So there are two lessons that we would explore just from that birth. And I have titled today's sermon, My Response to God's Goodness. There are various ways that we respond to God's goodness. Can we please keep this? I, I don't like how I'm sounding. I've sounded like, I think I've heard myself in like three different ways this morning. My response to God's goodness. Can we say that together? My response to God's goodness. And the analogy we would use is very simple it's from the story of the birth of Christ. We see how people responded to um, what they didn't fully understand, to what perhaps may have caused some type of confusion. Um, One person in particular, and we would take our reading this morning from the book of Luke, chapter 1. Luke 1, 30 to 31, and verse 38. So I'll read 30 and 31, and then the congregation, we would all read verse 38 together. It says, Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his Father. Can we read verse 38 together? Do we have it up on screen? 38. Once you go, Mary said, Behold, the mates be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That was Mary's response to a really confusing instruction. And I know we read it now, and there's a way we can gloss over it. But the challenge of that mantle, as it were, that assignment that Mary was responsible for, putting that side by side with her response to the assignment and the instruction makes you wonder what type of heart Mary had. It makes you wonder why God decided to choose this young woman in the midst of an army of young women that existed in that time and in that season. In fact, when the angel shows up to her, he says to her that she's a favored one. He says, blessed are you among women. Because obviously, the importance of the assignment and, and, and the it was of a critical nature. So think about your, what's the name of this Mission Impossible man? Tom Cruise. Yeah, And when he gets an assignment and he'll say to him, should you choose to accept? I felt like that was that type of moment. If Mary had said no, you know God always has a plan, right? Jesus would still have come. But Mary had an option and she chose to respond in the affirmative. She didn't understand it fully, but she knew that this was important, and she said yes to the assignment. And so the first thing that I want to bring up from that lesson as we begin to process 2023 and we think about um, what lies ahead is the need to be prepared to be used by God. The need to be prepared to be used by God. That is one of the ways that we respond to his goodness. Because the coming of Jesus was symbolic of how good, you know, in terms of God's nature and his character, his response to a dying world, his response to a lost generation, a lost world, his response to what the enemy was trying to do with humanity, which was to ensure that that separation remained and that the gulf kept widening and that the distance between man and God just was on the increase. But God chose to bridge that gap in his goodness. And he decided that it would take a sacrifice, an ultimate sacrifice as it were. But for that sacrifice to happen, a child needed to be born. And the way a manner Jesus came was not in it wasn't a pretty manner. The Jews knew that they were expecting a savior. They knew that they were expecting Messiah. I mean, there were prophecies. Isaiah had spoken about it, different prophets, even David in his Psalms had spoken about it. So they knew that there was the coming of a king. But the way God chose to deploy this gift, the way he chose to bring forth his goodness to humanity was not the way man expected. First of all, it was a woman in the back desert who nobody knew. She wasn't royalty, you know. Nobody knew her. She was just a young lady living her life who gets this assignment to carry and incubate the seed of the king. And by the time she brings him As she births him, the way it was announced was also not dramatic. I mean, imagine what the host of heavens and how all of heaven would have been rejoicing at the announcement that, yes, the solution is on its way. Think about it. You build a product that you know will transform the lives of. If you're a tech person here, you build a product that will transform the lives of millions of people. What will you do? You will put money into, PR, uh, into publicity, right? Into marketing, into pushing it out there. Everybody will be talking about it. The blogs will talk about it. News media will carry it. But the way Jesus came, very few people knew and recognized that it was the Messiah. First of all, there was scripture records. You know, there was an Elizabeth who it had been revealed to. Some people knew by revelation. Some knew by information. The guys who knew by revelation were the likes of Elizabeth and John, the likes of uh, the prophet Simeon, and uh, the prophetess Anna. These were people that knew and held on to that word. And so when it happened, they recognized it. Then the wise men that saw the star, when it happened that this promised king, this Messiah, has now been born, they knew some people knew by information. The shepherd were notified by angels. Even that we would call some type of revelation because it was such divine announcement to them. But the point is, not so many people knew about it. I mean, something that great, something that exciting, something that world-changing, it literally was going to change the game because man would be reconciled to God by reason of the coming of this one child. But it wasn't noised. It was a very noiseless entry. And so the second point to learn from this as we meditate on our response to God's goodness is the fact that we need to pray for grace to be more alert to heavenly signals in the new year. Because sometimes we want it all fancy. We want it all shiny. But oftentimes if you look through scripture, Divine interventions sometimes come in really noiseless ways. There is noise sometimes, but more often than not, it's noiseless. And what happens is there is usually noise in our world. We live in a world where we are prone to heavy distractions. In this December season, for example, there are so many parties already So many concerts that people would want to attend. A lot of noise. But how are you preparing to be able to engage divine signals for the coming year? How are you positioning to be able to receive the mind of God in a noiseless and no-distraction zone? Dirty December will happen. Some people will be broke in January. May God help you, but if you are a life pointer, you need to engage wisdom. I love a post that I saw dropped up a couple weeks back about how to just be wise in December. And some people need to read it. Maybe we should repost it on LifePoint N G so that a lot more people can see it. But there's a lot of wisdom that needs to be applied, because you see, beyond the celebration, in fact, some of us are not even celebrating appropriately, I dare say. It's great to have fun, it's great to hang out, it's great to well, it's great to party. But beyond that, what is God saying to you about 2023? How are you engaging signals? How are you growing your mind to be able to recognize signals, heavenly signals, divine signals that will herald the birth and the creation of something new? How are you responding? when God needs someone to use for an assignment, how you positioning yourself. Mary embraced the plan of God in faith and the world received a savior. What are you and I going to do differently in 2023? How are we going to engage the mind of God? How are we going to say, Lord, I'm here, use me, in my industry, in my family, in my community, in my nation? In my business. God, what are you planning to do differently? What is on your heart? I'm available to be used by you. How many of us will choose a variant of Mary's response? When God brings that assignment to you, a variant of that type of assignment. It may not necessarily be birth. I mean, the savior has come already. So there's no need to label and say you want to birth a savior. He's already come. But I need us to understand that there are hmm, allow me use this it's, it's a word I've been using a lot in recent times, and I'm sure the leaders will chuckle. but allow me borrow from corporate parlance. There are products and channels of salvation that God is looking to deploy in this season, to save a people group, to save an idea, to preserve a generation to preserve an industry, and how you and I respond to it as gatekeepers matters a great deal. Can God entrust these responsibilities into our hands? For some of us, perhaps you're in school, maybe watching online, you're in the UK, you're in the US, you're in Canada, and you're in school at the moment, and God is looking to reach in a people group through you, and before you think, oh, I have to go and start a fellowship or start, you know, preaching every, every week, it's not that. It is as little as organizing tutorial classes, organizing focus group sessions that can help people be better. For some in an industry, there's a, a problem in your organization right now that God wants to fix through you. The idea is there. He's ready to deposit it in you, but your mind is encumbered with all of the distractions, with what is popular, with what is new and shiny, with what is on the news. And so the strategies you're currently contemplating are strategies to save and to preserve you. Meanwhile, God is looking to doing more. So... As we go along in today's service and as we write our goals and prepare to, you know, bring them to crossover service December 31st, where we'll present our goals and our plans before God and we will pray. Can I please encourage you to just open up your mind and let God speak to you in this season. As you respond in faith, saying, be it unto me according to your word, not according to my plans, not according to economic indices, According to your word, oh God, that needs to be someone's response. And that the second thing is that you're praying for grace to be more alert to divine and heavenly signals that would announce, you know, the coming of a product or a channel through which people can be blessed, through which people can be saved. That God will speak to you about a community, speak to you about individuals. I'm reminded of the assignment we gave last week. If you didn't do that assignment last week, there's still time for you to do it before the end of the year. Go and rewrite your psalm. Recognize the people that God has blessed you through in 2022 and then find ways to bless others as well. And that sort of sits in this last bit here. Recognizing divine signals. The real news in life is never as loud as the distractions, guys. So it's important that we should be picking signals from heaven, we should move away from the noise, and we should seek God's voice. Help me tell someone, move away from the noise. Avoid the noise and seek God's voice. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you. We're grateful for this instruction, and we pray for grace to be more alert to what it is that you're doing, because we know that you have a plan. You always have a plan. It's elections next year. You always have a plan. And so in expression of our faith today, we say, Lord, be it unto us according to your word. Let your will be done for us. Let your kingdom come in our nation, in our community, across the nations of the world where life pointers are currently present. In, our, in the works of our hands, in our industries, in our families, Lord, let your will be done. Grant us grace to avoid distractions, to be sensitive to the voice of your spirit, leaning into you, preparing our hearts for that which you are preparing us for, Lord, and receiving the collaborations and the support systems that we require in this season, I pray for that one heart that is present here who doesn't know you and has struggled with just acknowledging that you are good and seeing that you are good. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will gain divine perspective and you begin to see things differently. You would understand what God is doing in your family in the name of Jesus. I pray for that heart that has suffered pain and has suffered loss That this, the coming of, the the birth of, of Jesus that we celebrate in this season, that you will find comfort. Your heart will be healed and restored in faith in Jesus' name. You will see God at work. I pray this week for everyone under the sound of my voice that you would experience God in a new way. You would enjoy love encounters, proof that the Father remains true and that he's always good. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. All right, let's receive the LifePoint Band as we continue in service today. Thank you for listening. We hope that the message has blessed your heart. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG. For more information about us and all our other resources, please visit www.lifepointng.org